The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, April 11th edition. Seven-game main slate to break down for your DraftKings needs. There is a four-game early slate. If you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at BDMTrick or join us in the free Fantasy DGens Discord. We'll be cracking things down in there. Hope you guys had a great weekend. It was a fun weekend. The Masters, Scotty Scheffler just dominated. Always pressing PGA DFS podcast. Had you covered there. We'll have you covered this week as well for the Heritage. The Heritage Classic is a big one. Always a fun over there. So at Sea Harbor or Harbor Island, wherever the hell it is. But that'll be a fun one as well. So I'll be at the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast. Crackalacking over there for you. But you're here for baseball. And it was fun to have a full week in a baseball for the first time in a long time. Lots of good stuff. Stephen Kwan keeps keeps getting it done. Wrote him up in the Rotoballer uh, Outfield Waiver Wire article for the week. Andrew Vaughn, two home runs now on the season. A lot of starting pitchers getting shelled. The Cubs are uh, hitting hitting this Brew Crew staff. Uh, some other great aces, Bieber and others, are just struggling. Bueller not great. Urias not great in Coors. The Rockies won two out of three against the Dodgers. Baseball's back. Baseball's wild. Teams are still getting loose, getting things going. So lots of uh, interesting stuff to do. And that's why we kind of tread lightly early, try to find our spots and see where we can fit until guys get comfortable. We can really pinpoint some big-time winners. There has been some winning in the Discord, though, so that's been great to see. We'll try to keep it going here again. But seven-game slate. Let's break it down, get you in, get you out, as we do here on Quick Hits. You, it, say, the slate starts at 6.40 p.m. Eastern. Keep that in mind. It's about 30 minutes earlier than usual. It's Oakland at Tampa Bay, over-under of 8. Mets at Phillies, over-under of 9. Blue Jays, Yankees, 9. Mariners, Twins, 9. Marlins, Angels, 9.5. Padres, Giants, 8.5. So some fun totals, some fun games. Let's get the pitchers on this slate for you. The highest-priced pitcher on the slate is Alec Manoa, 10-2. At the New York Yankees, Manoa, he's great. If you wanted, if you want to roll the dice, there Yankees, we know can hit a million home runs, but they can also strike out a ton. Making Manoa a great GPP play. There's better cash game plays for me on this slate, but Manoa does make for a really good GPP play. The Yankees, the Yankees even had like three solo shots to strike out six times over five or six innings, and that can be quite effective for Manoa. And we talked about it last year with Manoa when he was walking guys, he started giving up home runs. That's when he got in trouble. When he wasn't doing those things, he was filthy. So Manoa, great GPP play at ten two. Not a must play by any means. Like honestly, I'd rather save a thousand dollars, go to Alex Wood at ninety two hundred bucks at home 
against the San Diego Padres, a Padres team that um, wasn't overly dominant in uh, in the desert this weekend against the D-backs. They did beat up them on Sunday, but the, the first two days, nothing crazy. And Alex Wood was filthy last year. He's been filthy over most of his career. Win healthy, great ratio guy with elite strikeout stuff. Now, you know, health and innings is always a concern with Alec, Alex Wood, so you're hoping you can get five innings out of him to start. I'd imagine he's going to get close to five, but it'll be kind of tricky. But at 9200 bucks. Very good, very good upside against a Padres team that'll probably bring in low ownership on Alex Wood because people still see Machado and company and think that this is a, a murderer's row and it's not quite there without Tatis and some other guys like Cronenworth. You know, it's early, so it's a slow start, but Grisham's not scaring you a ton. He does hit lefties decently, though, so keep that in mind. But as a whole, you're worried about Machado and just hoping you get, you get through the rest of it. It's really not a lot there. So Wood at 92 is definitely in play. But two of my favorite plays are coming up here. You got uh, Ranger Suarez at eighty nine hundred bucks at home against the New York Mets. This Mets team, outside of a grand slam by Big Meat Pete the Polar Bear on Saturday night against Adon, really doesn't do much. You know, Lindor went deep on Sunday. A lot of swing and miss in that offense. Lots of holes in that offense right now. And um, when you're looking at Ranger Suarez, the dude's a beast. He's looked great in the minors. Now he's a little behind schedule because of the visa issues he had early in spring training, so he might not be ramped up as high as we want. But I'd imagine we get at least seventy five to eighty pitches out of him. Maybe more depends on where we go, but. At his price point at 8900 bucks, he could rack up the case against the Mets. So I'm a big fan of Ranger at 8900 bucks, And I'm also a fan of Huascar Yanoa at 8600 at home against the Washington Nationals. You know, Nelly Cruz went deep on Sunday. We saw Soto go deep earlier in the series against the Mets. But overall, this, this offense is dreadful. Dreadful. Very, very dreadful. So um, I'll take my chances with Huascar Yanoa, his strikeout upside. If he can just navigate the Soto's, Cruz's, and Bells of the world, he can be in for a big, big day. So Yanoa does bring a ton of upside at 8,600. Uh, Luis Patino, 7,800 at home against the woeful, woeful Oakland Athletics. And he's got a win on Sunday, but still not doing a ton of damage, especially versus the starters as of now. It's been a, they, 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 they got a little bit off of Eflin, but nothing crazy. Gibson mowed through them, I think seven shutout for 12 Ks. Nola was pitching great, got left out there one inning too long. Luis Patino won't get left out there one inning too long. That's not what Kevin Cash and the Rays do. Ask Blake Snell, he'll tell you all about it. But uh, Luis Patino at seventy eight hundred bucks, elite strikeout stuff. He's looked really, really good this spring. The biggest problems he had last season was against left-handed pitching. He has not that getaway pitch. And we talked to like Jason Collette on Bench with Bubba and other podcasts about his effectiveness with like the changeup and the sliders and stuff against lefties is not there yet. He worked on that over the, the offseason. Looked much better this spring. We'll see if it translates. The A's lefties, you know, you got Seth Brown is a little, little scary. I guess a little scary. Uh, Jed Lowry, like I'm not scaring you with a lot of these names uh, from the left side of the plate. So Luis Patino at 78 will probably be the chalky pitcher on the slate because we're just going to keep targeting teams that are facing the A's. That's just the way it's going to go on both sides, pitching and hitting. So that's just the way it's going to go for the most part. Patino at 78 is in play. Now, if you're looking to punt, I got a couple fun ones for you here. Nick Martinez of the San Diego Padres. He's been overseas pitching in recent years. Uh, Last time we saw him in the bigs was 2017 with Texas, but then we saw him over uh, in Japan, I believe, or the KBO for a few years. Velocity increased, which is pretty good. Signed a pretty decent deal, like $25, $26 million with San Diego this offseason for a couple of years. And he he showed out and has uh, three starts this spring. Um, he 12 innings pitched, four runs, 14 strikeouts. I love that strikeout upside. It shows his off-speed pitches are working. That shows – the, uh, the fastball does have some life to it. I know it is spring training, so you got to wonder, like, who it is they're facing. He faced an opponent quality of 7.9. It's close to, like, double-A, triple-A level uh, that he was facing in, in his spring training outings. Now he gets a Giants team that, albeit good, 
still not like tearing the cover off the baseball. They had to come from behind with some late dramatics on opening day. They uh, they won I think three to three to two on Sunday. They lost on Saturday. A lot of close, low scoring games with the Marlins, and I can see that happening again with Nick Martinez. At least if he can go four to five innings, he went four on average four innings in each of his spring starts. He can go out there and go five innings, get you five six Ks at fifty nine hundred bucks. It's very reasonable. Very reasonable. Like Helio Ramos is up as big and a couple knocks on Sunday. Joey Barr went deep over the weekend. There's things to like with the Giants. Don't get me wrong. I'm a Giants fan. Try not to be a homer here. But at the same time, you got to be realistic when you look at um, the holes in this offense. There's going to be a lot of down days in this offense. Like just go look at Sunday's lineup. It was not pretty, and they squeaked out a W. And that's more of a testament, I think, um, for Han Zahidi and how he builds this team than the actual core as themselves. So I think Nick Martinez at 59, very much in play. And the last but not least, if you got to get YOLO, Dylan Bundy at 56. He did work on some stuff this offseason. Maybe he bounces back. He's facing Seattle if you want. You can. But I'm not, I, I'd, rather, I'd rather Nick Martinez for 300 more. So my main pitchers, you could use Manoa if you want in tournaments. But Alex Wood, Suarez, Yanoa, Patino, Nick Martinez. I think I'll probably focus in that Suarez, Yanoa, Patino, Nick Martinez range. But don't forget about Alex Wood. I think he makes for a phenomenal, phenomenal tournament play at 9200 bucks. Just the question mark is, can he go at least five innings? It's a big question mark. It's the same question mark I have with Luis Patino, but Patino's fourteen hundred cheaper. He's facing the A's and not the Padres, so it's those little things that you kind of navigate. But that'll also probably bring really low ownership to Alex Wood or Nick, where, where Luis Patino going to be expensive. So we'll recap the pitching as usual at the end of the show. Let's get into your bats on this slate. The catcher's position for you. You know, I love the Phillies tonight. JTR at forty six versus Taiwan Walker. Walker shouldn't be long for this game. Means some Mets bullpen. So uh, Rio Muto at 46, not too shabby. Travis Day Arnaud versus Rogers of Washington. Another, the, the Braves are in play again. Arnaud 3,600, not too shabby if you want um, to go that route. And then if you're saving some cash, if Francisco Mejia gets to start for Tampa Bay at 3,200 bucks versus Blackburn, Tampa's high on my list as well because Blackburn's just not a good pitcher. One of the, maybe he figures it out for the start. Like Dalton Jeffries pitched well on Sunday. They're going to pitch well from time to time. It's just the law of averages. But if you keep just peppering these guys, you're going to be just fine. And Blackburn's another one. So Mahia at 32. Danny Jansen's got two home runs already on the season. He's 3100 bucks for his tie-on. Nice little play there as well. And then going cheaper, Gary Sanchez went deep on Sunday. He's always a great GPP play. He's a value. He's 2800 bucks. I think he was 2800 bucks on Sunday. I had him in a couple lines with Buxton and company. It was, it was a good Sunday overall. But uh, Gary Sanchez at 2800 bucks is, is a nice little value in a tournament. Don't play him in cash, but in a tournament for sure. You could go to uh, to Gary Sanchez. And then if you're not using Nick Martinez and you want to save money, Joey Bart's only 2500 versus Nick Martinez. I think that's a great play. Great play. Almost cash viable just because of the discount you're getting. But he's, if he's starting, going to get you three to four at-bats. He's got big, big boom upside. So Joey Bart at 25 I like as a potential value as well. And then check out the Seattle catchers to see who starts first. Bundy, they could bring some value for you too. First base position for you now on this slate. You got Vladito at 61. It's gonna be like last year. You just you can stack Toronto any day you want, pretty much. Like I respect Jamison Tyon, you know, coming off the so the surgeries. How long is he gonna go? Yankees bullpen's not bad. There's gonna be a window there where the the Jays could potentially erupt. So they're always in play. Sixty one hundred bucks, sure. Show you Tony versus LASR, sure. But I'll probably save some cash at least at least a little bit and go to like Matt Olson at fifty four, Reese Hoskins at fifty two. Olson went deep on Sunday. I believe Reese's pieces went deep on Saturday. Um, I like both of them. I like both their team stacks. So Olsen at 54, Hoskins at 52. Nice little values for you. If you want to be contrarian and you want to attack Manoa, Anthony Rizzo's got two dongs this year. He's, he's 5K. He can be a nice contrarian play because he was much, much cheaper to start the series, start the season a few days ago. 
and now he's up to 5K. So you're going to get a nice, nice ownership discount on Rizzo if you want to be contrarian. Targeting Manoa, not many will do, and we know the Yankees can get dongs in bunches. So Rizzo at 5K is interesting. And then if you want to fade Ranger Suarez, Pete Alonso, again, tournament-wise, like I'd rather Hoskins and Olsen cash and tournament-wise, but Rizzo and Alonso are phenomenal tournament plays at 5K and 4800 bucks. Uh, cheaper at the first base position for you, though, as you slide on down. If G-Man Choi's in, he's 4K versus Blackburn. That's a nice value. Miguel Sano in a tournament. Josh Bell is only 38 if you are ta- uh, targeting, you know, uh, um, with the Washington Bats. Uh, Bell at 38 is a good value. It is a good value. Like I like I said, you got Bell, you got Soto, you got Cruz. Bell at 38 is a good, a good value. And if you're targeting Luis Patino because he will be super chalky, Seth Brown's only 3500 bucks. That's a good one as well in his situation. Other than that, like Darren Ruff, if you're not going to use Nick Martinez, it's 2900 bucks. That's a good value. Uh, Darren Ruff, first base outfit eligible, should be DHing for the Gigantes. So that's another one to uh, keep in mind. Second base position, Brandon Lau at 54. He went deep on Sunday. That's a great play versus Blackburn, a really good play. Chaz Chisholm's up to 5K, but I love him. The, the Marlins, it's hard to stack the Marlins because they just don't erupt for a lot of offense. But they're facing Michael Lorenzen and then the Angels bullpen. Lorenzen, I don't see going deep in this game. I just don't. Uh, not because he gets hits, he either gets hit around, or he just doesn't go deep. That's just the way I see it. So Chisholm at 5K and some Marlins bats could be a super contrarian play. It's just hard to load up on the Marlins because, like, if you stack up a big stack of Toronto or Atlanta or Philadelphia, you can see them scoring like 10 runs from time to time. Miami, you see them scoring five runs, you're happy, but that doesn't win you a tournament. Now, if you stack them and somehow tonight's the night they you score nine or 10 runs, well, you're Gucci, but it doesn't so much. So that, like, when you're stacking, you have your big stack and your small stack. Miami could be a small stack. Or Jazz Chisholm could be a one-off. Those kind of scenarios. I wouldn't go all in on Miami, but they would be super contrarian against um, Lorenzen and this Angels bullpen, which is the back end of the bullpen's improved. The long-range bullpen still kind of sketchy. So Chisholm at 5K. Jorge Polanco, if you want to get Minnesota versus Cleveland, I have zero problems with that at all. Uh, they had a big, big Sunday. Polanco went deep. Buxton twice. Uh, I mentioned Elgari went deep. Correa went deep. There's a lot to like in this offense when it's clicking. So um, Polanco at 49 is one to look at. Ozzy Albies crushes lefties. That's what you want him for. He's 48 versus Rogers. So the top half of the second base is locked and loaded. If I had to narrow it down, I'd probably go Albies and Brandon Lau. Those would be my top two. But all four of those guys are very, very much in play. Now, saving some cash. Again, if you're targeting the Yankees, Glaber is 4,100. That's a little intriguing in that situation. But other than that, you can slide down down to like Tony Kemp at 33. He's a lefty versus Patino. Not a crusher, but if you are going to attack Patino and make like a small A stack, Kemp could be used at 3300 bucks. Uh, Thyro Estrada, if you're playing the Giants at 26, could be a guy to uh, to take a peek at as well. Um, a few others to potentially look at. When you slide down, uh, Sant- oh, that's what, Santiago Espinal, second base shortstop at twenty four hundred bucks would be a guy I would think about if you need an uber punt. But I, I think there's going to be better values. Like I'd rather have Joey Bart at twenty five, for instance. Third base, Josh Donaldson at fifty four. I love him in tournaments almost daily when he's leading off for the Yankees. That's a big plus. Austin Riley at forty eight. I think actually a value. He should be up in the fifth, the five K range. So forty eight for Austin Riley against Rodgers is pretty solid as well. Going down, though, you can actually save some money at third base. It's like, you know, second base is pretty top-heavy. First base is pretty top-heavy. You can save at catcher, and you can probably save at third base if you don't want to pay for those top premium positions. And you can slide down down to, like, Matt Duffy, who's had a really good o- o- OPS to start the season. He's 3,400. Uh, Gio Urshela, if you are stacking Minnesota, he's a cheap piece at 3,200. bucks. He's getting, like, cleanup 
Like he's not going to hit bombs like the rest of them. They put him in the middle. He might drive in some runs. He might score some runs. He's super cheap at 3200 bucks. It's a nice cheap piece in your Minnesota stack. But third base, for now, unless we see lineups that like stand out a little more, pretty limited. You know, want one of the big dogs up top or, or take a value. Like even Matt Chapman at 4K in tournaments is okay if, if you need to save some cash. Uh, the shortstop position for you on this lovely seven-game slate. Bobachette's fine if you want to. But uh, Carl's Correa at 51 went deep. I mentioned Jazz Chisholm at 5K. I like those quite a bit. Glaber's not too shabby. Like I told you, at 4,100. But if you want to go cheaper, Thyro Estrada's 26. Uh, shortstop's not too sexy on this slate. Like, you'll see arguments for um, for Lindor at 46. I don't hate it if you're stacking up the Mets, but I'd rather get Chisholm at 5K, Correa at 51, um, or go down like to uh, Glaber at 41. Hopefully, if, if Dancy Swanson, if you're going big, big Brave stack, I don't mind Swanson at 42. It just sucks he hits like eight in that order. Outfield, you know, Bryce Harper's a great play. I don't, I, Tywin Walker, I don't, I don't see doing too well on Monday. But Bryce Harper at 62, I like quite a bit. But keep going back to Buxton at 59. Double donged on Sunday. He's got three dongs on the season. I've been uh, playing him, at, and he's expensive, but he's when he's healthy, he's crushing. So Buxton at 59 versus Flexen is very strong. Um, Juan Soto at 57 is outstanding. I like that one as well. Castellanos to be overlooked because a lot of people, I think, might go to Harper. Or Schwarber at 53, so Casty at 56. I'd rather have Harper or Schwarber because I got left side of the plate going up against um, Taiwan Walker, but don't let that stop you as Casty. I don't know, can hit lefty, righty, don't matter. So have some fun with that. Giancarlo's got a couple laser shots this year at 5,200 bucks. He's a great tournament play. Most pay up for uh, Judge in that lineup. So you get a nice discount with Giancarlo. Uh, Jesse Winker, this could be a good one for him against Bundy. He's up to 5K, which just stinks a little bit, but a good, good spot there versus Bundy. If Bundy is the Bundy we've seen in the last year or so, Winker at 5K won't gain much ownership at all because the Phillies guys above him, even George Springer right above him. Winker should go pretty under-owned at $5,000, making for a phenomenal tournament pivot on this one. Uh, below 5K, I always like T. Oscar at 47. Like, that's a discount. He should always be priced in the 5K. He's just never appreciated, so that's a good play. Uh, for him, a few others, like if you are, again, if you want to go Miami, we talked about this a second ago, Gut Jazz, um, uh, Jesus Sanchez at 42 is another tournament-type play. He can go over four or 4Ks. He can also double dong at any given moment. So he's one of those premier tournament plays at 4,200. Adam Duvall, not the biggest Duvall fan, but I love him against soft toss and lefties, and Rodgers is that. So Duvall at 4,100 bucks is, is somewhere you can really target uh, at a discount, a piece of the Braves lineup, pretty, pretty cheap. Nelson Cruz is only 4K. Versus you know, so if you are attacking, you know, that's a nice discount. Marcelo Zuna is only 38. I'd rather have Duvall, but Ozuna's batting fourth or fifth in that Atlanta lineup at 3800 bucks. So you're getting some cheap pieces of Atlanta uh, in this situation. Uh, below 4K, Joe Adele's been struggling, but, you know, 3800 bucks, the dude's going to get it going eventually. Max Kepler, if you're stacking Minnesota, is a nice cheap 3700 especially if he's hitting towards the top of that order. Uh, I always love Lourdes Gurriel, especially at 3600 That is a beautiful, tr- almost cash game viable. Like I respect Tyon, I respect the the Yankees lineup, but to get Gurriel at a discounted price of thirty six hundred is pretty darn sweet. So I like that a lot at thirty six hundred bucks for Lourdes Gurriel, uh, cash game viable and definitely a tournament play. Even a one off tournament, if you just want to save some cash, I think I love his appeal. I'd try to at least make it a two man J stack if you could, but Gurriel at thirty six is pretty pretty sexy. Uh, I mentioned Seth Brown earlier at thirty five. If you are targeting Patino, uh, some other ones here. Kirilov's off to a slow start, but thirty four. If you're going heavy Minnesota stack, you can keep him in mind. Um, slide not down though; it's it's a little 
A little different. You know, not a lot. Darren Ruff at 29, I mentioned. He's not bad. Josh Lowe, like him a lot if he cracks that Tampa Bay lineup, which he should. He's 2800 bucks. That's a really strong value against Blackburn. He should be super chalky. He is a cash game play, nearly a cash game lock. I mean, just from his price point alone in that matchup. So Josh Lowe at 2800 bucks, I like a lot for the savings he brings to you. Alex Dickerson's been playing a lot, but there's a lefty on the mound, so probably not on Monday. But look, keep him. If he cracks the lineup, he's... 2,500, that could be slightly entertaining. Other than that, Jerkson Profar has been hitting a lot. He's 2,400. He had a granny on Sunday. So keep him in mind at 2,400. Um, yeah, not a whole lot else standing out. Let's see some lineups because there have been some dudes like Williams for San Francisco somehow made the lineup on Sunday. He's 2,100. Dowdy plays on Monday, but uh, keep him in mind. And then Helio Ramos is only 2K. He's pretty much going to be a cash game lock as well. So in cash games, you have Lowe, you have Ramos that are phenomenal values. I think Joey Bart's a really good value. So the more and more I look at it, I like Nick Martinez as a value pitcher, but you can probably get a little Giants value as well. But Helio Ramos at 2K is too cheap. Let's put it that way. All right, let's recap things for you real quick. Pitching again, Manoa is a phenomenal pitcher, great pitcher, tough matchup, really good tournament play because I don't think he gets a ton of ownership against the Yankees. Not a must play like some slates. I like Alex Wood at 9200 bucks, 1000 bucks cheaper than Manoa. Um, I guess it's kind of weak San Diego offense right now. Ranger Suarez, 89. Love Ranger Suarez, especially this whole season. I'm willing to use him in tournaments. I don't know what his pitch count because he started late this season. I'm, I'm hoping for 70 to 80 pitches. We'll have to keep an eye on that throughout the day on Monday. But you know at 86, Patino at 78, both very strong. Nick Martinez is a great value at 5900 bucks. I think. I really think he can get you four, at least four, maybe five-plus innings over a K per innings, which he's usually good for. Very intriguing at 5900 bucks for Nick Martinez, so keep that in mind. And if you're stacking things up, Tampa Bay versus Blackburn, big fan of that. If we talk about the low value, Atlanta versus Rodgers, Duvall's a nice little piece there. Azuna's cheap, but a lot lot to like there. Albie's crushing those lefties. Got Riley, Olsen, lots there. Philadelphia versus Tywin Walker, it's an expensive stack, but always a good one. Minnesota, Toronto, and Seattle are other ones you can look at for sure. But my main ones are Tampa Bay, Philly, and Atlanta for now. That's where I'll be focusing but the more I looked at Minnesota, it's very, very intriguing. I like that Giants value with Ramos and uh, Bart. And then the Josh Lowe value at 28. There's other pieces throughout the slate we talked about. But it's like if you use Nick Martinez, you look like use one, maybe two of those value bats, you can stack whatever the heck you want. So just think about that. If you have any more questions, folks, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. Check out the Fantasy DJs Discord. It's free. Hit me up. I'll give you the, uh, the link to join over there. If you can give a rating and review on iTunes for MLB DFS Quick Hits and Benched with Bubba, I would truly appreciate it. Benched with Bubba, your season-long fantasy baseball platform, which will, will help you with DFS. So I recommend listening to that. So go check that out. And if you'd rather watch the video, uh, the podcast instead of listening to it, the Fantasy DJ's YouTube channel, give the old thumbs up and the shit like button there. We would really appreciate it. But for now, everybody, hope everybody has a great Monday morning, gets ready for some action, build some winning lineups. Back with you tomorrow night for Tuesday's slate. But this was... MLB DFS Quick, it's your Monday, April 11th edition. I'm out.